It's tea time. From here to Galilee time. Let's do it. Yeah. Second cup of tea. Round two, if you will. We've got to keep going. It don't stop. And it won't stop. The enemy's going to hit you over the head. Day in and day out. And it's time that we double down on Jesus. From here into eternity. I believe that. How are you guys doing today? I'm just swell. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Hanging out. And this, uh, <laughs> my little recording studio is pretty cool. It's a small corner in our apartment here in Wiesbaden, Germany, the fatherland. I've been at this for four hours now and I have one more to go we're gonna do it three-peating today watch me with with kids with kids picking up the cheering and I'm gonna come right back to it and get after it because you know that's what we got to do I have a another episode with Dr. Kellner coming up good buddy of mine so we're talking about in the next one the the food issue and there's some cool stuff that's involved in there so I would encourage you to listen to that give it a listen tell me what you think we can move forward on to the next one but man I don't have to tell you how crazy it is outside right now it is nuts from the bottom of my heart, I'm really praying for everybody, man. This is this is this is outrageous. But um, I think that <sighs> I don't know what to think, and I think that's that's okay to not know what to think, and then just pray, just pray for all parties involved. I'm referencing this this horrific shooting that just happened, and it's it's a lot. Um, yeah, man. I played some of that stuff back and was watching it and I just, I was bawling like a baby just sitting there. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all people are unequally equal. Let us pray. Father, we love you so much. We're like children running to you now. We cannot explain some of the horrors that happen here on earth, but we look to you for comfort, wisdom, and direction. Wash us, dear Lord, in the spirit of peace. May we draw breath that cools our tempers in outrage. I beg of you, Lord, give us shelter in your bosom so we may come together under the holy banner of the King forever and ever. Amen. My verse of today goes a little something like this. I let the man have a talk with the beast in me. I'm holding on to my bit of decency. I need a vacay, a change of scenery. But mama said, 
Wherever I'm going to go, I'm taking me with me. And that is from Joe Budden. The plight of man has been an interesting paradox. The amount of pain and suffering we have inflicted on each other would make the entire ocean's water seem like a raindrop in the raging sea of our hearts. We have murdered, raped, enslaved, tortured, judged, gossiped, lied, manipulated, abused, canceled, and mistreated each other with fervent aggression. Ephesians 2, 14. For he himself is our peace. He has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. But if Jesus made the two groups of Jews and Gentiles, everyone, why are we divided today? If Jesus is our peace, why do we stare adversity and strife in the face every morning? This goes way back to when I was scrolling on social media. And that's, uh, you, you know how that goes. When I saw a post from a friend that in essence said to me, oh, well, I'm referencing the Afghan pullout um, that happened a while ago. This person said, oh, well, about Afghanistan, essentially, nothing we could have done about that. And I was immediately dragged back to some dark moments of my, of my army career. Memories of, of looking at the faces of my brothers, children, and men that gave the ultimate sacrifice. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I had a burning hatred that swallowed my heart. And all I could think about was things like, how could these sheep even speak on the matter? Who are they to give their opinion? They haven't tithed with their blood and flesh. Therefore, they are not equal to me or anyone like me. But how often do we look at each other and think that person has yet to toil like us. And that's fill in the blank of your faction. Therefore, they're not equal to me or us or anyone like me or us. How often are you or your group on the receiving end of this statement? That's a huge deal right now. We are looking at other people People, for example, there are non-believers looking at us and calling us pedophiles for one rhyme or reason or the other. And there are different other factions that are looking at each other and measuring them with, with, with zero weight other than just the hatred that's in their hearts. And I don't think that us as Christians, some of us look from a political standpoint, which is wrong to me. It's wrong to me. It's wrong. And we look the other side and we judge with all of this negativity and all of this love. I had a phone call from a buddy of mine and he called and told me that and said, Marcus, there is a, a very big issue that's coming up or that's that's happening. That's happening now. And you cannot jump into this with the judgment. You have to jump into this. You have to establish relationships with love and peace. And that's for you and God. And that's for God to put on you to work through to them and connect that bridge. And I agree with them wholeheartedly. I agree with them 100%. We can no longer 
have this standoff approach, but we also cannot do this super inclusive uh, narrative. It, it's not because it goes against the law. It goes against what Jesus came to fulfill, not replace. Galatians 6, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently, but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction and the word should share all good things with their instructor. I want to talk about me and how I, you know, keep failing. We, we, we got here to Germany and there's a different culture. There's a different narrative here in, in Germany with, with the soldiers here. And it's just, to me, it's just super unprofessional because it, yeah. it's just outwardly outside of a building. There's soldiers walking around with their hands in their pockets. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't seem like a big deal to the untrained military eye. But there isn't a, a specific army regulation. 6-8-1, that talks about the wear and appearance of uniforms, and they are 100% out of reg. And it's funny because when we go out to eat with my, uh, my wife uh, for lunch, I see it all the time, and it's all I'm just focused in on. I'm tunnel visioned on that specific thing, and I just want to make these corrections on the spot. And you know, my wife's just like, you know, it's not your place. It's not your place. It's not your place. And I was like, no, no, babe, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. This is just wrong no matter how you slice it. And then I had a, another talk with a Christian brother, and he was like, man, forget it. And then I was, I was upset about that comment. I was like, well, it's, it's the army regulation. It's, it's wrong. How are we going to sit here and talk about forget it when this is wrong? So then let's just do away with all the rules. That Let's just wear civilian clothes to work. Let's just wear, you know, our pants with a, a T-shirt from, you know, from Polo. We're from North Face. Shout out North Face. <laughs> Why would just, I mean, just get rid of all of it. But in a grand scheme of things, how much sense does that make? Any of it. In the Great Commission. How, how am I serving? How am I helping? I'm not. I'm not. And I think that that's just a, that, that's an ego thing. I think it's an ego thing. That's me looking at somebody, and I'm not bridging the gap with love or peace. None of that. And it's just wrong. And for those who I've spoken to, I deeply, sincerely apologize. 1 John 2, 2. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Jesus laid down his life in the most horrific fashion for the soul of humanity, just for us to treat each other inhumanely. What is the root cause of this action besides the obvious, it's the enemy response? I believe the answer is hidden in our hearts. 
back to social media, when I read that, when I read that social media post earlier, I could have chosen to live for Christ and think I'm still suffering from unaddressed pain and trauma from the fields of war. And there's no way my friend, my sibling in Christ would maliciously post this, especially about me. I should call and see if my friend is all right. This person is obviously going through something or maybe not. And maybe we can pray for them or that person and go through it together so that person is not alone in that fight. Look at sin turning beautiful potential moments of peace and healing into more divisive and division and destruction. But how can you levitate over everyone else while being anchored down by the heaviness of your own heart? It's super critical. It's super critical. We are turning these, these, these beautiful moments, these potential moments to bridge the gap and destroy the divisiveness. We're missing the point here, and I think we're missing the mark. I think we need to work a little bit harder on those things because we're, we're, we're so caught up in earthly moments that we keep missing the blessing of God. Like we keep missing these moments to bridge that gap. We keep missing the moment to, to go from A to B and to get there and to slip right in and to help somebody and to share the gospel. We're here to love each other and to love God fervently. And I want to encourage us to include myself to keep working on different methods of, of, of removing yourself from the situation and looking at the person. Making an effort to get in there. I think that we need to focus on that. John 8, 7. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Which goes right back. This goes right back to what I was talking about. We're talking about the woman who was about to be stoned. And then, you know, this is a very classic, uh, timeless verse in the Bible. Let he without sin cast the first stone. There's many times where we've, we've, we've sat back and we've thrown stones. And if you look around, you can see that some of our paths have been laid with stones, paved with stones that we've thrown. Meanwhile, our own homes, our own houses, our own lives, our own careers, our own character, our moral integrity. There's, there's so much work that can be done there that needs to be just shored up. And we're not doing it. We're not, we're not getting there. And again, I, we need to go back. And remove ourselves from these moments of potential blessings to share the gospel with, with people who don't know, people who are falling away, people who have slipped away. And just creating a, a, a friendship. We're missing it. We're missing the mark here. John 13, 24. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. It's so critical. We can't just love our friends. We have to love our enemies. 
We have to love people that sometimes we think are, are better than us. People who we think that we can't learn from. Those are the people who have the most to teach you about you. So I want to encourage everyone. Just a small, this is a small little pod, a small episode today, but I really want to encourage you in your heart. This, it's going to get, it's, it's just so, it's so crazy. I, I, I'm at a loss for words today. I really am. And I think that with all the fighting and all the infighting within the church, and all the fighting within our nation, all the fighting in the world, Do some accountability here. Look within your heart. Go back two days, just two days. Go back two whole days and think about everything that happened. Everything that happened. How many times did you miss a mark to establish a relationship and share the gospel? How many times did you miss the opportunity to insert, not yourself, but to insert God into a new friendship? I don't even want to give you my number because it's sad. It's sad. It really is. But I believe that we can be better. I believe that we have the, the capabilities to do bigger and greater things every day. I had so much adversity to get this equipment up and running. And I, I, I'm not going to lie, I almost gave up. I was weighed down by what I was looking at on the news, about what I was seeing on, on, on TV, what I was, you know, some of the, some of the relationships I have um, back home. And I was just, I, I was tired. But we cannot give up hope because this is what we're here to do. We're here to love and share that gospel and share the word of Jesus. He didn't come down here for, for just for nothing. He came down here for a purpose. We have to remind ourselves why we are here. Let us pray. Father, be with us. Sit with us inside of our hearts for a moment. Let us explore the inner workings of our feelings and emotions, God. Calm not the surface of the sea of our emotions, leaving hidden sin beneath the waves. Illuminate the, the waters, Father. Reveal the bottom of our hearts, God. Remove the doubt, God. Remove the fear, God. Remove the hate, God. Change us from the very center of our souls. Arm us with clarity and a God-focused vision. Ready us with your peace and love. Glory to you forever and ever. Amen. I also want to Highlight something. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time or you're listening to this podcast and as an unbeliever and you're thinking about accepting the word, I want to pray that God sends someone right now or sends someone in his moment on his time to be with you. If you have slipped away, if you have, you know, wandered off a little bit, I would encourage you to have that heart to heart relationship you have to bridge that gap with Jesus as well do not do not become caught up in these moments because you're going to miss a blessing here and you're missing a blessing of a relationship with an all loving merciful God 
I would encourage you to seek out your nearest chapel, your nearest church, your nearest Christian friend. Bridge that gap. That's what we're here for. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart, and I, I really hope and, and, and pray that you guys are safe, you guys are maneuvering well, and you're taking the moments to appreciate the greatest thing that you could ever receive, and that is salvation of Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I love you. Be safe. Stay focused. Stay sharp and wolf-like. And as always, chase the rabbit.